Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Firefighters determining the cause of a tragic fire happened in South Omaha earlier this morning. One person reportedly dead, another in critical condition. The fire took place at a home at 28th and Vinton. Started around 445 this morning. Investigators uh, are on the scene. And Millard School District could need to find a, needs to find a way to cut $4.1 million from its budget next year. Several years of flat property values combined with a loss of $5.6 million in anticipated state aid has put the district in a position to consider eliminations, uh, such things as three bus routes for the Horizon Alternative School students, also smaller costs like cutting back on printing materials. So these are Millard schools, what, elementary, high school, what is it? Yeah, the school holds school district. So, so we've already yeah. heard earlier in the week, we've talked about the cuts at Westside, now... Mm-hmm. Millard, so this is sort of surprising and and sad, but maybe it's just why does it cost so much to do? You know, I don't know. Someone tell it's us. So I, expensive. I mean, listen to the millions of dollars. Four point five million dollars. Four point one. Four point one in cuts. Yeah. I, I mean, what do you cut? I, I know paper. All right, that's obviously going to go. Um, <laughs> paper. I mean, just across gosh. the board. Who needs paper at school? I mean, geez. Well, if you I were mean, running geez. a school district like you ran this radio station, you cut in paper towels. Mm-hmm. You don't have paper towels. Uh, paper towels. Hand washing soap. Right. None of that like that. Um, um, well, they actually didn't really cut paper towels. They cut how many paper towels we get. Some bean counter. Some genius bean counter yeah. slash. We don't have cups janitor. anymore. Was yeah. like, what if we have the automatic thing where you wave your hand in front of it and it goes, yeah, and gives, and you, an gives inch. you six inches of paper yeah. towel. Now it gives you an inch. You just use your shirt. You're in there <laughs> awkwardly wiping off your drippy hands. Same thing with the shake. soap, by the way. Is Same like thing with the, the soap. Do they do it to the ladies, or yeah. just is this some cosmetic really? no, joke on the it. men? No, they do it to the ladies as well. I mean, you still got to wave and. How many urinals are in the ladies? Yeah, how many do you got in there? How, how many, many urinals? Look? Well, there are zero urinals. I mean, how many? <laughs> there are two stalls? stalls. There's two stalls in the bathroom on the ladies' side. And then m- most of it is a big counter with mirrors and stuff. So the Because we share the building with uh, television. So there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of space to put makeup on and get ready Man, for this. You want to so talk you... about a disconnect. you We're... got radio people who are just... Just flat hit with a stick, ugly. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> wow, beautiful you. television wow. people. Thank you so, so much. Like, well, the hideous radio people. Like, hideous. Mm, we slump into the bathroom oh. and kind of like avoid our reflection in the mirror. Like I'm done looking hideous. As there's always some beautiful television person preening. Yeah. You're like, ew, don't get spray. close, your ugly might spread. <laughs> yeah. like, I just and the only reason that we linger is because it's a traffic jam in there. Oh, with, gosh. With yeah. as many as two whole bathrooms. For the entire building, by the way. <laughs> and uh, two urinals. For the men, we have one urinal and one um, stall. Yeah. So the guys are always backed up. Mm-hmm. And then now you're trying to get your paper towel. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. It's very interesting. Yeah. 
wipe, wiping her hand with an inch of paper. Anyway, these are just suggestions for the Millard School District. Yeah. <laughs> no. This Bobby, is how we've women, made the In cut. the women's bathroom, where do you guys put the pillows and stuff? I mean, Pillows. Yeah. It sounds like they're having a good time. I know. Usually when you what round her. the corner and you're heading into the men's yes. room, you can hear chatter in there. Yes, yes it's fun. Giggling, you having fun. Talk to people, run into like, you know, run into Mary Nelson. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, good girlfriend. God, we go into ours and it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like a... True sounds disgusting. You've told me stories off air. Oh, it's awful. It's, ter- it's oh. just the men's room you, at CBGB. You can taste it. You're like, mm. It's just so unpleasant how the description that you use. Well, it's just... weird because there's another set of bathrooms on the other side of the building, right, that the uh, salespeople and the management uses for the mm-hmm. most part. And that's nice. It's really nice and clean. And... Yeah, that's for guests. <laughs> I know. That's decent meant for folk. like it's decent, for decent people. Folk. We're having decent people over. Please try not to use the guest towels. Yeah. It's like when you exactly. go into the bathroom, your mom's like, don't you dare think about using that guest towel. You're like, well, how am I supposed to wipe my hand? They're like, I don't know. Find a way. But that's for decent people that are coming over later. God, it just blows my mind. You go into the, the there's, first of all, there's one toilet, and then the other's a urinal, right, in ours. And people will, how weird this is. Think about this. They'll use toilet paper on the rim or whatever they do. Instead of disposing it in the toilet and flushing it, they'll just push it onto the floor. It's bizarre. Living. I'm so excited like, that we've had this much time <laughs> dedicated to this broadcast. To uh, it's like, dude, what does your bathroom look like at home? I don't know, but Millard <laughs> Schools, smoke. if you implement this, you could save fives of dollars. They're like, we need to find another way because if it's anything like the atrocity that oh. the Big Party Morning Show just described as the bathrooms <laughs> at their radio station, I mean, turn yes. two or three of the men's rooms into the music center. There you go. There you go. Uh, All right, what else? So, uh, yes, we have uh, elephants coming to town. Elephants! Uh, Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium awaiting six elephants. They are in flight. They're en route. A judge denied a restraining order by an animal rights uh, group. Uh, so the elephants are on their way. Six of these 18 elephants that are coming to the U.S. are coming right here to Omaha. The others are headed to Dallas and Wichita. And we'll be here any minute. And Wichita. So the big news was we had gotten cleared to get these new elephants, and then this, this group animal rights group stalled it and it was completely in limbo so this is really great news we didn't know if we, we were ever going to get them yeah and we're getting them yeah so you can go look mm-hmm. at them real soon down at the zoo and this is all zoo weather in march you know they're, they're all coming with long flowing manes too patrick swayze lands uh downtown construction bringing changes to this year's saint patrick's day parade the route is going to be a little different. You'll be parking in different places, but parade organizers are expecting most parade goers won't even notice a difference. Officials are planning for extra places to see the parade as construction has been added. An extra block of Harney Street and an additional block of Howard Street for this year's route. Ah. I think it'll work great because think of all the, all the room to stand down in front of uh, Mutual's you bet. property there. You know, the big lawn there uh-huh. at 10th? Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. You mean mutually Conagra? Uh, Conagra, the Conagra oh. campus, that whole open area. That's before the route, it made the, the turn. The, the route used to turn south mm-hmm. on 11th, now it turns on 10th, right in front of you. So that would be nice. Tons of families can fill a whole area and just park there. What time does a parade start? It's usually, what, 9? 9 o'clock. 10? Hell, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, earlier. <laughs> I don't know. sleeping off last night's bender. I'm just going to say, when have we ever been? To, well, I mean, it depends. You, you can go early. But part of you're going to be busy moving. Moving <laughs> <laughs> at 9 a.m., I'm sure. Moving in. <laughs> I'm moving.
went out. Creighton basketball. Uh, the men's uh, basketball are going to be putting the finishing touches on preparation tomorrow night's big game. Big East tournament out in New York. Uh, the Blue Jays are in NYC for the quarterfinal game tomorrow night. Two teams will do battle at 8.30 Central Time. You wonder how many Creighton fans travel. <sighs> yeah, they Fun did time. last time, didn't they? Yeah, they a bunch of people pretty heavy. And Nebraska looking to extend its basketball season tonight. Big Ten tournament in Indianapolis. They are going to be taking on... Uh, Rutgers, uh, the winner of tonight's 6 o'clock uh, game, will face six-seeded Wisconsin tomorrow night, airing on ESPN2. Does, does it say what seed Nebraska is, by the way? Yes, 11th. 11th, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And spring almost here. Baseball is in the air. Today, single-game tickets for the Storm Chasers go on sale. 72 home dates for the season will be available, and it's also the fifth anniversary of Warner Park. So kind of cool. They've got a bunch of stuff going on this season. You know, each Friday night's home Home game will be capped off with high V Friday fireworks. So oh, it's a show oh, within a show. Total success story yes, is Warner is. Park and oh. the Storm Chasers, right? It's and fun. to think there was a time when we were getting rid of Rosenblatt, talking about the new T D Ameritrade and where the College World Series would be, and the Royals were like, um, what about hello? <laughs> and we were like, Oh, yeah, you, you guys you guys. And then they said look. we're n- you know, we we're kind of like, well, we'll still go to your games down at TD Ameritrade. And they're like, no, we're, we want a new stadium. They mm-hmm. got their own. And I'll eat some crow. I yep. laughed. <laughs> and now they've moved to Werner. They build it. If you build it, they will come. They win AAA championships. They're fantastic. They have, they have fed a Kansas City Royals team that has now made the World Series back-to-back years and won the World Series. God, it's fun down there. Some of that dream maybe comes from the big move. Yes, it does. And then the pressure on saying, okay, if you're going to get butts and seats, we got to let's let's get an agreement from Kansas City that we're really going to use our AAA club. And, like you and, should. Like you should, and let us see some players. Yeah. So they go up and down. So we're it's what? so much we're fun. Twenty nine days, I believe, to opening day. Okay, it's be so fun. And tickets are going on sale when? Or today. Today. Ooh. Today. Ooh. Uh, Vermont Senator. Wow. It's like a scene out of Memento. Memento. <laughs> yeah. And congratulations to the Storm Chasers. Remember when they wanted to move and we. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders scores an upset victory in Michigan. Presidential candidate beat out Democratic frontrunner Hillary Clinton. Um, and in Mississippi, Clinton got over 80% of the vote. Now, on the Republican side of the ticket, presidential candidate Donald Trump dominated Republican contests in Michigan, Mississippi, and Hawaii, with Ted Cruz taking Idaho. And uh, Donald Trump, he led two of the pre- Republican presidential rivals in their home states less than a week before prior primaries there and now the latest poll shows that trump was a big lead over senator marco rubio in his home state of florida trump has 40 percent uh, support in florida as opposed to rubio's 24 percent trump leads ohio senate um, ohio governor john Kasich in his home state 41 to 35 so basically are we hoping wow. that by we just by next tuesday basically next a week from today finally isn't it a little bit over it should be, but that's you Florida never know. And Ohio and yeah, it's, it's pretty it's much too long. Done. It's too much. So it much. is. It is. So a new attorney for the convicted killer made famous by the Netflix show Making a Murderer says new evidence gives Stephen Avery a quote airtight alibi. This attorney says that cell phone tower records show that Avery stayed at his property in northern Wisconsin after photographer Teresa Halbach left. 
Now, while Avery has always insisted Halbeck was alive, the last time he saw her, he was convicted of killing her in 2005 and sentenced to life in prison. Well, couldn't he just uh, left yeah, his phone we're, there? We're armchair. He could have just Sleuths. left his phone in there. I mean, she was killed, we believe, on the property. Yeah. And how accurate are the cell phone pings? I don't know. Netflix series has raised questions about the case against Avery, who, as you may recall, had previously spent 18 years in prison for a sexual assault he did not commit. He eventually was exonerated through DNA evidence. He's currently in jail, though, for the death of Teresa Halbach. I think what it is is wow. what we didn't hear in the case, because it wasn't in it, uh-huh. was the phone calls to her cell phone. Yeah. With, I think he left a voicemail. Creepy. I'm assuming they're saying, so if you said, how do we know that it's not just his phone? Or if we can tie the voice going to the time, there's his voicemail. Okay. And here's when it happened. He was on location. Mm-hmm. But do we have, I thought that we assume the murder took place on the property. I think it's her ex-boyfriend or whoever that guy was. I know that guy was way You guys really don't think strange. it was him? I think he's a goof, a weirdo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I, after spending, after, but after spending 18 years... In the pokey for something he didn't do, and knowing what 18 years is like in jail, I wouldn't want to go back. I would, hell no, not kill somebody and think you can get away with it. Well, I think I that mean, you could. I think like that you would. I think you would think, who's going to think I did it? I just got exonerated. I don't know if it. it if if, if, if he guys, did kill her, it was a heat of the moment thing. Yeah. It was a thing that went wrong. He didn't plan it. It wasn't like they said. Oh, I, I don't see. think yeah. he chained her up in that bedroom. I mean, that bedroom was a mess. If he had done what they said that he did in that bedroom, I don't know how he would have been able yeah. to clean right. that right. of any DNA yeah. example. I think this is what we. What's fun watching this OJ thing is that these cases where. Cops know you did it, and they maybe they try too hard to make it fit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're saying, yeah. Remember the whole deal? You got to put her in the trailer, put yeah. her in the garage. That was the note. I just thought the best part of making a murder is the fascinating deal that you get to see everything that happens in a murder trial. You got to see it all. Yeah. And how hard it, what a hard job it is for these... Defense attorneys? Yes. Ugh. I mean, what do you do when you get, like you said, you think it's the boyfriend? Yeah. But maybe he's just a goof. Yeah, that could be it too. You I know, mean, what if he didn't commit the murder, but people are terrible on the stand? Well, I mean, also, that's why witnesses are awful. Witnesses think about, are a, like humans are a nightmare. It's why yeah. attorneys hate juries and they hate witnesses. Well, think about being a defense attorney. I mean, we all know it's innocent until proven guilty, but there are those times where you're defending somebody and you're like, I mean, we all know you did, you know, but you still have to give it your one hundred percent. Yeah, that's your job. All that's your job. I yeah. mean, that is the law, and so I just think that that's so interesting as well. I you watched those defense attorneys that just sold that poor sixteen-year-old boy down the river. I mean, that's his nephew too. Brandon, Brendan, or whatever. I mean, that kid. I hated I watching that part. I hated that. That yeah. was like just absolute miscarriage of justice. The way that that guy, I hope that guy doesn't have a job or got disbarred or something because he was an absolute nightmare of a defense attorney for that kid. So there is a uh, new personal rating app called People. People spelled P-E-E-P-L-E. Yeah, this is a Yelp for people, right? Is yes. that what it is? Okay. And it's now downloadable on iPhone. The okay. app, it launched in October. It's been called a terrifying service. That lets people praise or criticize your personal, professional, or dating life whether or not you want them to. The developer has been the target of social media campaigns. She's even gotten death threats. She says that people is a way, this is people the app, is a way for for folks who know you to vouch for a good person you are. I wonder if it tells you that you slagged them or is it just... 
You know well, what you I mean? You can go and see. I imagine you could see your personal rating. She says it's like a LinkedIn endorsement. So since People's launch, the developer has beefed up the app's privacy protections, included the ability to block or report abuse, and it allows you to hide reviews. But basically, it's sort of like Yelp for people, like you said. And so whether or not, I mean... What's it called again? How does it spell? People, P-E-E-P-L-E. Okay. Basically, so peep, P-E-O people is already taken. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, peep. Uh, so hmm. the idea is, I mean, the thing is, I'm sure the intention was probably like, oh, this will be great. Like, it's almost like people can give you online recommendations. So if you're up for a job, but in this digital age where people control and scorch the earth i'm sure that this has allowed people to just absolutely eviscerate other people's you know reputations if they wanted to i mean yeah i mean it's a wild wild west out there people people helping people the big party show wake it up wake up here wake up laughing I mean, a lot of places around the country have just been getting uh, different odd, you know, tornadoes down in Florida and so on and so forth. It's just been a strange year. Um, I think someone should be on top of a mountain screaming the end is near or something. You know, something fun. Something like that. Well, before right? the end is nice. <laughs> the end is near. The end is near, but near the end is nice. Yeah. This lead-up is fantastic. I mean, it, it's it's great because um, all the movies that we've seen with you know the end of the world and catastrophe stuff like that, it's always just awful. You know, maybe it's going to be nice. I think that's the day before the end because the movies always make the the global end of the world happen suddenly very quickly. It escalates. Yeah, right? it escalates. And, and it starts ramping um, and there's always some scientist out there who's trying to warn everyone. <laughs> did their assistant just die? I just watched San Andreas. I oh, did you? It oh, too. my God. I was trying to watch it, too. <laughs> I've been so, wanting to. Is it bad? Oh, it's so bad. I, I mean, oh. I got sucked in. I just wanted, I, I was having, I just wanted to, like, disconnect, like, di- you know, disconnect, just unplugged, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and San Andreas was just, it was on, it was a crime of opportunity, and I was like, oh, Paul Giamatti, I love Paul Giamatti, and he, you know, plays the intense... Uh, 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 seismologist that's at Caltech. No one's and listening to him. No one's listening, and they find out a way that they can predict earthquakes. Like it gives off this, like basically magnetic signature before it does. And he and his buddy, there are all these big clusters out at the Hoover Dam, and he and his, you know, sidekick go. And of course, it's death of a sidekick. I mean, it's the same start of every movie. Like you saw it in the day after tomorrow. You saw it in any of those things like 2000, whatever. Remember the um, the one where it was like the end of the world? Yeah. Where it's like the guy, you know, he's like, we're never going to get out in time. You know, I mean, it's just, it's always the we're never going to get out in time. And then whoever then it, the assistant is, and it's usually somebody of, I mean, it, it's always, you know, like a fringe character. It's usually... Just some, you know, psychic. It's the Star Trek. It's the Star Trek effect, where the, it was always the three main characters would teleport down to the planet, and when there the was one always guy. an unnamed assistant. Yeah, he's gone. That was the Star Trek. You're like, well, clearly there's right. your there's your guy, cannon fodder, who will not be coming back. <laughs> you don't want to be. That I thought guy. the special effects in San Andreas were good, but right again, it's uh, it's the deal where you make um, an earthquake or a weather event. The monster. Okay. Yes. So it's sort of like Jaws. All right. So there's going to be a couple moments in the movie where the monster attacks, which in this one is an earthquake. Okay. But you never see it coming. So like, there's literally a scene where they're driving down the road, the two main characters, 
And I think some stuff has already happened, but they're, I guess, not paying attention. And yeah. someone's like, slow down! And they just hit the brakes. And then it stopped before they hit because the crack, right? Ma- just giant fissure. How could you not see that? That the yes. California broke in half. <laughs> Yeah. And they get out of the car like the camera's just in the rock's face. As he's like, what? That and the tire just right at the edge. And then as they get out, his eyes get big. And then the camera zooms out to this expanse. How does he California get shirts? cracked in half. Oh, really? Okay. Where does he find shirts? Where I get mine? I you mean, just muscle tight? store? Yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I don't understand how he can find shirts that fit his arms. Like, he has to have those tailored, right? I, mean, I don't know. His, his, what is it, the, is it biceps, the ones up on the top of your arm? Yeah. The biceps? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, he was wearing, like, a, a, cam, a, a chambray shirt, and I'm like, that, that had to be specifically made for his body, because his body is just like ridiculous. Like, the neck, oh, he's the, really, yes. the yeah. neck hole to arm hole proportions aren't like normal humans. No. Those are just big dudes. I was up at my cousin's last week, and all the, like, half the guys there. They're that big? They're big guys? Just... You know, just roked. Right. <laughs> Some, it's something that we won't it be almost, familiar with. It, yeah, it almost feels like <laughs> yeah. you only wear that shirt once and then it never fits again. Cause you, it's like the Hulk. You've ruined the neck hole and yeah. your arms are have ruined the armholes. You'll see those guys in like Under Armour shirts and they're just like suctioned to their, you know, I mean, they just absolutely suctioned to their body. But these are like dress shirts. And I just thought, I'm sure you know, they're tailored. Yeah, yeah, they're probably tailored. It made me think of like, you know, all of those guys that are, you know, and NFL hey, stars or whatever. That, I have a friend that, uh, that tailors his shirts. Um, didn't cost him much money, but he tailors all his button up shirts. And his shirts look great on him. I mean, he's like, dude, it only costs a couple bucks. Everyone should do that. Just buy a shirt. And get it tailored. Have it tailored. Have it tailored. Yeah, I've heard it's that. perfect, like a glove. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I don't know. Uh, I just have money to do that. You got to be so and so. I don't yeah. necessarily think so. I have friends that get stuff. You know, yeah. like they're they're petite, and they're like, you know, you'll buy pants, and they're always too long. I've, you know, they're Couple like, bucks. oh, I've got a good seamstress, I've got a good tailor, and I just never think of it because I feel like I'm just the standard size, like the slubby, the height to weight ratio is. You just- Everything off, just fits. Off the rack. Are you calling Molly schlubby? Yeah. Well, this is, of course, after he already d- told me about how, you know, the ugly people in radio, just unsightly. I wasn't including you. You uh, hurt was, me today. I was joking. <laughs> people always love to make that joke. Radio. Face radio. It's as if we all go to the broadcast academy. <laughs> and on the final day, you either get transport planes or fighter jets. And radio or the transport jets. <laughs> where they're like, we're sorry, but you're too ugly for television. Like, hey. You'll have to work in radio. And we're like, okay, I guess. <laughs> and the pretty people, they're like, no radio for you, good looking guy. You'll do television. <laughs> radio people get into radio because they want to do radio. Yeah, exactly. I have and, no interest in and TV. And TV people get into TV because they think they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and they want everyone to see it. It has nothing to do with wanting to do journalism or give a damn about the story. No, it's up. I went to college with all of them. It's vain. They're the they're the it's the prom queen and the good looking football player. That's really funny. I'm like, I should be on TV because I look good. Yeah. And a lot of radio people are more journalistic. They're like, Yeah, I kinda wanna tell stories. Yeah, tell stories, dig stuff up, make fun of everything. That's our gig. So. <laughs> That's totally. The only thing you can really enjoy on your ride to work? The Big Party Show. It gets me going. Start the music. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 941. 
Uh, top of the nom pile is uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. 11 nominations for the Golden Popcorn. Uh, stuff like Best Female Performance to Daisy Ridley, Best Villain to Adam Driver, Best Best Breakthrough Performance to both Daisy Ridley and her co-star, John Boyega. I bet you it'll win everything. I think so, too. Best Movie. Yeah. All that. This is the people. The people vote. Yeah, people yeah. vote. Yeah, so you can go online to movieawards.mtv.com through Sunday, March 20th, and cast your vote. Fans will also be allowed to vote for the coveted movie of the year. Um, so you can go to, like, Google MTV Vote and make your pick. What would your guys' movie of the year be, if you had to pick? I thought it was Spotlight. And it won oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Spotlight. <laughs> well, based, uh, the movie of the year, this, these are the cat- these are the nominations for mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, MTV. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, Creed, Deadpool, Jurassic World, Star Wars The Force Awakens, and Straight Outta Compton. Basically, they're all uh. cartoons <laughs> for the cartoon generation. <laughs> yeah. I think pretty, pretty. Are you? I think you're the only one of us that has seen all of those, right? Because uh, you've seen Creed, you've seen Deadpool, you've seen Straight Outta Compton. Uh huh. I'm trying to remember Avengers, and I'm trying to think if I liked it. I don't remember watching that. Have, did yeah, I see you, that? Yeah, you did what? see that. That's the one with uh, James Spader is the voice of the bad guy. Ultron's like the big. Remember, the, he's the artificial intelligence that goes no, into that weird. I didn't think I liked it. Well, there's only one you did. actual movie in that whole thing. Straight out of Compton oh, actually good. was a real story. Or Creed. NWA. Well, Creed isn't a real story. There's no real Rocky. Hey, Creed is real. No, I'm Based just being on like a guy who used to be called Rocky. I meant like real in the sense that like I feel like it's an actual. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to pick between cartoon Creed and and Straight Out of Compton. Yeah, I'd, uh, Straight Out of Compton movie was great. Is, but by the by the standards that is MTV, mm-hmm. it's Star Wars. Yeah, or mm-hmm. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, know, Jurassic World's just too old. Oh wait, I didn't know Deadpool's in it. You said Deadpool's in yeah. that. Uh-huh. Oh, good gosh, Deadpool all the way. Deadpool's fan. I keep telling you guys, I'm going again well, today. I'm going twice. There's a separate category that it's so funny that you mentioned like cartoon mm-hmm. because uh, there is a category called true story. True story. True story. True story. <laughs> and it's all actual movies. And it's Concussion, Joy, Steve Jobs, Straight Outta Compton, The Big Short, Short and The Revenant. Do, do, do the kids know the difference? <laughs> no. They're like, it's like history, right? Like Forrest Gump. You're like, Forrest Gump isn't history. Well, yeah, there's like Watergate and all that stuff. You're like, you realize that that's all fiction, right? Like that there wasn't a guy named Forrest Gump across the way calling in about the break-in at the Watergate Hotel. <laughs> True story. I mean, there's no way that as the, as the nation... <laughs> We're getting smarter. Like, I'm just as stupid as the rest. But I lived in Tulsa in yeah. the late 90s, and the legend was there was a local sport, uh, local news anchor that when the movie Titanic came out, they were talking about it on the set on tele- live television, and she goes, yeah, but that would never happen. That was their discussion, talking about the special effects and how yeah. great Titanic was. And she goes, yeah, but that would never happen. <laughs> and everybody kind of paused, like... It did. Like today, she goes like, I would never lie. It got weird. And they were like, you know that that's based on fact. (laughs) And she was like, shut up. Not really fact. You're like, ugh. So, I mean, if if we were that dumb in 95 or whenever that was. Yeah, Mm -hmm. now it's become. I was farting in the tub. (laughs) Oh, stop it. (laughs) Just cool it so well, you saw that I, I think I, I didn't say anything on the radio but uh about it but that that whole study came out about those emoticons on facebook all those ones that they added mm-hmm. they said that people liked them if they could find them i'm like oh they don't do you know about like hovering on the find them i mean so yeah well because it's, it's a, a weird up. world 
I suppose, if you don't take the time to like actually let the pop up pop up, maybe. I'm trying Instead to give. I'm like, trying to give. I'm trying I don't to give pay them. attention to it. Um, you're not doing it. I'm a not. Good, so instead of liking, you can now say, ha ha, sad, angry, wow, and love. Right. And, there's, and the anglers, they're saying that's social engineering. That's not just having fun with it. Yeah. They're able to get, they, Facebook thinks they can get a lot of data out of you by those responses. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm that's sure. still for sale. Like Facebook, basically, we get Facebook for free. Yeah. So the internet can sell all of your information and emotions. And that's you're giving them more data than you think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They want now they're going to get to learn what makes us mad, what we like fall in sad. love with. The like really didn't give them a lot of information. It was too what, vague. What they refuse to give us still is the dislike button. I so wish they all would. you can yeah, do they don't is do that. you can say, "Oh, that makes me angry." If you, but but people don't necessarily know. So are you disapproving of my comment? See, that's where that becomes too vague too. They begged. You can't just make everything happy. You know what I mean? A love and then angry. You have to have a dislike. It's well, normal to like and dislike, right? There were options that they didn't go with. What's that? I, I don't know. I don't know oh, if they okay. gave you which ones they di- disapproved of. All huh. they just said was no dislike, and what they weeded it down to was like, haha, sad, look sad, please, angry, wow, and love. So what's missing? What do you want? The we all finger. wanted a dislike. I want a dislike. The finger. And the finger. <laughs> How about a puke one? That makes me want to be sick. That yeah, would be that'd awesome. That would be a good one. Yeah. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm still getting used to using them. Like, I haven't really, I, I've, I've done a laughing, I, I, I find myself not using them. I still use, use like, but I, I, I have use used like. like I'm the lazy. heart, like, oh, I love something, you know, like, oh, that's really cool, or what have you. But it's interesting the pushback that there has been about social media, and there's been a lot of it as of late, a lot of articles written. Um, Farting so, in, in the bathtub. Gross. Speaking <laughs> of social media, entertainment. Kim Kardashian defending her nude <laughs> selfies, hitting back at what she calls body shamers on her uh, yesterday. She said, I don't do drugs. I hardly drink. I've never committed a crime. And yet I'm a bad role model for being proud of my body. And then she said, it always seems to come back around to my sex tape. It's like, well, yeah, that's why you're who you are. Yeah, what do you think of that? Uh, The point is, is when you put yourself out there, I think you have to be welcome. You've got to be open to, you're going to take some attack, right? Now, a lot of people would disagree and say that's awful. You should never body shame. But it's not like it's not like the whole world we went out and found a picture of Kim. Like no. we found it. Mm-hmm. And like she tried to take a private moment on the beach and we found that bikini photo and then now we're all flaming it online. Oh look how fair. She's found are. it out That's there. That's body shaming. If you if I take my shirt off, take a shot of me and put it on Facebook, I gotta be willing you to accept be- the fact that some people are gonna go, Gross, you need to work out, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's not body sh- I mean, you threw it out there. It's like you giving you. It's like you giving me your uh, your meatball, <laughs> and I, I take a bite of it and I don't like it. <laughs> right? The food shaming. Well, There's I didn't no- realize anybody was saying anything. I mean, to me, I didn't realize anybody was saying anything shaming wise. Nobody's like, "Ooh, your body's gross." Everyone's just like, "We don't want to see your body." Yeah, like, none of it. nobody's saying you're ugly, hey, you're fat, you're these, this or that. Everybody's just like, "Enough with the naked." See, but that's why these, Facebook won't give you a dislike button because a lot of people feel the oh, internet geez. needs to be a safe place. Ugh. It's just a safe place. Well. She is a very, her and her husband, Kanye, are very good at um, 
Self-promotion? Yes. Yeah. Very that, much so. The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man.